Rather, Imam al-Barbahari, rahimahullah, he continued with what occurs here on page 362 as point number 68. As he said, rahimahullah, وَالْإِيمَانُ بِأَنَّ رَسُولَ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ أُسْرِيَ بِهِ إِلَى السَّمَاءِ وَصَارَ إِلَى الْأَرْشِ وَكَلَّمَ اللَّهَ تَبَارَكَ وَتَعَالَى وَدَخَلَ الْجَنَّةِ وَاَطَرَأَ إِلَى النَّارِ وَرَأَى الْمَلَائِكَةَ وَاسْتَمِئَ كَلَامَ اللَّهِ عَزَّ وَجَلْ وَنَشِرَقْ لَهُ الْأَنْبِيَاءِ ورأى سرابقات العرش والكرسي وجميع ما في السماوات وما في الأرضين في اليقظة حمله جبريل على البراق حتى عداره في السماوات وفرضت عليه الصلوات الخمس في تلك الليلة ورجع إلى مكة ليلته that Imam al-Barbahari he said and to have iman to have true faith that Allah's messenger وسلم, was taken by night up through the heavens and he came to the throne and he spoke to Allah the exalted and most high and he entered paradise and he saw the fire and he saw the angels and he heard the speech of Allah the mighty and majestic and the prophets were brought out for him and he saw the drapery of the throne and the footstool and everything within the heavens and everything within the earths whilst awake Jibreel took him upon Al-Buraq until he took him through the heavens and the five daily prayers were made obligatory upon him that night and he returned to Mecca that same night and that was before the Hijrah that was before migration Shaykh Al-Fawzan he said in explanation his saying, وَالْإِيمَانُ بِأَنَّ رَسُولَ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ أُسْرِيَ بِهِ إِلَى السَّمَاءِ And to have Iman, true faith, that Allah's Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, was taken by night up through the heavens. He said, this is from the Mu'jizat, this is from the miracles of the Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So a part of having Iman in the Messenger وسلم, is to have Iman in his miracles which prove the truthfulness of his Messengership and the greatest of his miracles are the Quran and the Sunnah. This is the greatest of the miracles of the Messenger and is the miracle which will remain until the hour is established the book and the sunnah that will remain until the 
last hour, the greatest miracle given to the Messenger And he said, and likewise from his miracles, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, is al-Isra wal-Mi'raj, is the night journey and the ascent through the heavens. Al-Isra, the word al-Isra, the night journey, is to make a journey by night. And the word al-Mi'raj is al-Su'ud, is to ascend. Al-Mi'raj means to ascend. And he was taken on a journey by night from the sacred mosque in Mecca to the farthest mosque, Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa in Palestine in a single night in the company of Jibreel alayhi salam and he was taken up through the heavens from Jerusalem and how he was taken in a single night from Mecca to Jerusalem and then taken up through the heavens and then descended from the heavens and then returned to Mecca in a single night how did this occur? he said this was through the ability of Allah the majestic and most high which is such that nothing can render it incapable it was not by his own ability alayhi salatu wassalam it was not by, done by the ability capacity of the Prophet rather it came about through the ability of Allah which is such that nothing can render it incapable Al-Buraq was brought to him and it is an animal which moves very fast Al-Buraq is the name of an animal this animal, particular animal which moves very fast its pace its step from one step to the next is as far as it can see and one takes one step the next step will be as far away as it can see in the distance <coughs> so the Prophet rode it and Jibreel accompanied him to Bayt al-Maqdis to Jerusalem this is the Isra, this is the night journey in the journey from Mecca to Jerusalem that is the departed part of what happened called Al-Isra, the night journey from Mecca to Jerusalem and as for Al-Mi'raj, the ascent then he was taken up from Jerusalem to the heavens and he passed beyond the seven levels <coughs> and reached Sidratul Muntaha he reached the farthest low tree and he heard the speech of Allah the perfect and most high and he commanded him with the salat, with the prayer and on this night he saw paradise and the fire and on this night he saw the messengers and the prophets in the heavens and Allah gathered them together for him and he led them in prayer 
to show, to make manifest his virtue over them. And Allah made obligatory upon him the five daily prayers whilst he was in the heaven. Then he, alayhi salatu wassalam, descended to Jerusalem. Then he went from Jerusalem to Mecca in a single night. And he entered the morning in Mecca, alayhi salatu wassalam. And the Isra and the Mi'raj, the night journey and the ascent, occurred with his body and his soul. And they mention as a footnote here, with regard to this matter, the matter that the night journey and the ascent, the Isra and the Mi'raj occurred bodily. The Prophet وسلم, with his body and his soul together. They refer in the footnote, you can say you can refer to the tafsir of Ibn Kathir and Fatih al-Bari of Al-Hafid ibn Hajar and Sharh al-Aqidah al of Ibn Abil Iz. Sheikh Fawzan continued, and it was not just with his soul alone, as is said by some of those deniers, or some of those who find this matter to be something strange, and who say that he was taken on the night journey with his soul, but not his body. They say his body remained in Mecca. Just his soul went on this journey. Then Shaykh uh, Fazan said, And the Isra, the night journey, was not a dream. Rather, it was whilst awake, it occurred whilst he was awake. He, sallallahu alayhi wa was taken whilst on the night journey, whilst awake. And it was not a dream. And it is a miracle from, a miracle from his sallallahu alayhi wa miracles. He, the Most High, said, Subhanallahi asra bi abdihi laylam min al masjid al harami in al masjid al aqsa alladhi barakna hawna. Ayah from Surah al Isra, 17 Surah, the first ayah, the beginning of the ayah with the explanation. Glorified and perfect is he who took his servant by night from the sacred mosque to the farthest mosque the area around which we have blessed Sheikh Al-Fazan mentioned the question for what purpose? and quotes the continuation of the ayah لِنُرِيَهُ مِنْ آيَاتِنَا إِنَّهُ هُوَ السَّمِيعٌ بَصِيرٌ with the explanation to show him our signs Indeed, He, Allah, is the All-Hearing, the All-Seeing. Surah Al-Isra, as we said, the 17th Surah, Ayah 1. Shaykh Al-Fawzan said, And he saw on this night amazing things. Just as He, the Most High, said, لَقَدْ رَأَى مِنْ آيَاتِ رَبِّهِ الْكُبْرَى Surah Al-Najm, the 53rd Surah, Ayah 18, with the explanation. He, referring to the Prophet وسلم, he certainly saw some of the greatest signs of his Lord. And there occurs in Surah Al-Isra that he said, لِنُرِيَهُ مِنْ آيَاتِنَا Same eye we had just before, 
the explanation to show him from our signs. So he, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, saw from the signs of Allah on this blessed journey that which he saw. So it is obligatory upon the Muslim to have iman in that, true faith in that, and to believe in it, and that he should not have the slightest doubt about it. And whoever denies it, he is a disbeliever, a kafir. Since he is denying the truth of what has been said by Allah and denying the truth of what has been said by the Messenger and denying the consensus, the ijma' of the Muslims. He said, he's saying, وَدَخَلَ الْجَنَّةَ وَاطَّلَعَ إِلَى النَّارِ And he entered paradise and he saw the fire. <coughs> Shaykh al-Fawzan said, he entered paradise, he entered Jannah and he saw the bliss that was within it and he saw the fire and he saw the torment that there is within it because Allah wished to show him his signs he wished to show him from his signs he's saying and he saw the angels Shaykh Razan said he saw Jibreel in his angelic form his true uh, normal angelic form having 360 wings each wing filling the whole horizon so an angel his creation is tremendous his size is tremendous and Jibreel is the greatest one of the angels and the noblest one of the angels so he saw the angels and he saw the messengers, the Rusul and they are deceased Allah gathered them for him and Allah has full ability over everything he's saying وَرَآ سُرَادِقَاتِ الْعَرْشِ وَالْكُرْسِيَّةِ and he saw the drapery of the throne, the arsh, and the kursi, the footstool. Shaykh Bazan said, and he saw what was around the arsh, around the throne, and what was around the kursi, the footstool. And they are two tremendous created things, the greatest, most tremendous of the created things, and what was around them. He's saying, وَجَمِيعَ مَا فِي السَّمَاوَاتِ فِي الْيَقَظَةِ And everything within the heavens, whilst he was awake, Shaykh Abbasan said, this is a refutation of those who say that it was a dream. And if it had been a dream, the disbelievers would not have denied it. Because dreams are not denied. Rather, they denied that it happened whilst he was awake. 
he referred to the disbelievers of Quraysh the next morning, as will follow insha'Allah, that they, when he informed them about it, they denied what he had said. They mocked and they denied it. And Shaykh Razan said here, as he said before, if it had just been a dream, there's no scope for anyone to deny a dream. You can go anywhere in a dream. There's no way for them to deny that. Which itself is a proof that it happened once awake. That's why they denied it. And he said, and Allah the Majestic and Most High says, Asra bi abdihi. But the eye from the first eye from sort of extra again with the explanation, he took his abd, he took his servant on a journey. Shafazan said, and al abd, this word al abd, the servant, is a term for the soul and the body together. In a person, a servant of Allah. That term when he's described, the servant of Allah, means it's the person in his body and his soul, it's both together. So the soul alone is not called abd, a servant, and the body alone, without a soul, is not called abd, servant. So it is not called a servant unless it is a body and a soul together. <coughs> He's saying, Hamalahu Jibreel al al Jibreel carried him upon Al-Buraq. Shaykh Razan said, Al-Buraq was an animal. He's saying, Wafuridat alayhi salawatul khamsu, tilka layla. And the five daily prayers were made obligatory upon him that night. Shaykh Razan said, This is a proof for the tremendousness of these five daily prayers and that they it's a proof of the tremendousness of these five daily prayers that they were made obligatory upon the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam in heaven between him and Allah without any intermediary as opposed to the rest of the revealed laws for they came down to the Messenger وسلم, whilst he was upon the earth by means of Jibreel So this shows the tremendous importance of these five daily prayers with Allah the Mighty and Majestic. And the time of the night journey was before the Hijrah, the migration, before the migration to Al-Madinah and he prayed the five daily prayers in Mecca in the five daily prayers were made obligatory whilst he was still in Mecca so he prayed them and then performed the migration he said he's saying وَرَجَعَ إِلَى مَكَّةَ لَيْلَتِهِ وَذَلِكَ قَبْلَ الْهِجْرَةِ وَرَجَعَ إِلَى مَكَّةَ لَيْلَتَهُ and he returned to Mecca on that night and that was before the Hijrah before the migration Shaykh Fawzan said and he returned to Mecca on that same night and therefore the disbelievers they found it something very unlikely and they became overjoyed at this event so that they could belittle the Messenger وسلم, and ridicule him and mock him 
So Allah, the Majestic and Most High, rebutted their plot and attested to the truthfulness of His Messenger وسلم, and sent down some of the some Quran with regard to that. That's where Sheikh Razan ends explanation of this point. Briefly, as a side point here, there's a narration that Sheikh Albani authenticates, Hadith Sheikh Albani authenticates in a Sahiha as number 306, that describes what happens the next morning after the night journey and the, how the disbelievers of Mecca, how they re- reacted. So it's the Hadith that Al Hakim reported in his Mustadrak, volume 3, page 62, from Aisha radiallahu anha, that she said, when Allah's Messenger وسلم, was taken on the night journey to Al-Aqsa Mosque, he entered the morning telling the people about that. So some people who had believed in him and affirmed his truthfulness turned apostate. And they hastened with that news to Abu Bakr and said, what do you think of your companion? He claims he was taken on a night journey this night to Jerusalem. So he said, did he say that? They said, yes. He said, if he said that, then he has spoken the truth. They said, will you believe him when he said that he went to Jerusalem last night and came back before he entered the morning? He said, yes. I believe him in something which is even harder than that. I believe him with regard to reports which come all the way from heaven which come down in a single morning or a single evening. So therefore he became known as As-Siddiq the eminently truthful one who attested to the truth. And the reason why Abu Bakr became known as As-Siddiq the truthful one who attested to the truth. Radiallahu anhu. And Shaykh Rabbani authenticated this hadith to this quote as sahihah as he said hadith number 306. As for the explanation, for continuing to the next point, as for the explanation of Shaykh Ahmad al-Najmi, then he said on this point, to have iman that the Messenger of Allah, his chest was split open, and the portion of Satan was taken out, and it was filled with iman, true faith, and wisdom, and he was taken on a night journey by Jibreel upon al-Buraq whose step is as far as it, as it could see and he reached he reached Jerusalem and the prophets were gathered for him and he led them in prayer as their imam then Jibreel took him up to the lowest heaven and requested that it be opened and it was and each heaven was opened for him and in the first heaven that he found Adam and in the second heaven Yahya and Isa and in the third heaven Yusuf and in the fourth heaven Harun and in the fifth heaven Idris and in the sixth heaven Ibrahim and in the seventh Musa and in one duration the other way around with regard to Ibrahim and Musa meaning Musa in the sixth and then Ibrahim in the seventh and that Jibreel took him, took him up to Sidrat al-Muntaha, to the farthest low tree. Then he took him up to a place where he could hear the scratching of pens. 
and he heard the speech of his Lord, the mighty and majestic, when the five daily prayers were made obligatory upon him. So then he, he went back to Musa and informed him. So he said, go back to your Lord and ask him for a reduction. And finally, I mean this happened a number of times, and finally his Lord said to him, they are five and they are fifty meaning in reward they are five and they are fifty the saying will not be altered with me and in the footnote what the Sheikh said it's agreed upon you can find this narration it mentions in details reported by al-Bukhari as hadith 3342 and Muslim as hadith 163 and the narration of Abu Dar then the Sheikh said explain that hadith meaning five in performance in that five with regard to their performance and fifty with regard to the reward and each good deed has a reward of ten times over and that he entered paradise and he saw in it domes or mounds made of pearl and other than that from the events which occur in the Isra and the Mi'raj and this was a matter of extra virtue bestowed upon him granted specifically by Allah to his Prophet and to the last of his messengers Muhammad no one else shared with him in it and he entered the morning he entered the next morning in Mecca and when he informed Quraysh of what had happened they denied him they rejected what he had said Allah the mighty and majestic said وَمَا جَعَلْنَا الرُّؤْيَ الَّتِي أَرَيْنَاكَ إِلَّا فِتْنَةً لِلنَّاسِ وَالشَّجَرَةً مَلْعُونَ فِي الْقُرْآنِ وَنُخَوِّفُهُمْ فَمَا يَزِيدُهُمْ إِلَّا تُغْيَانًا كَبِيرًا Surah Al-Isra, 17th Surah, I-60 For the explanation And we did not make that which we showed to you except as a trial for the people And the accursed tree mentioned in the Quran and we cause, we cause them to fear but it does not increase them except in great transgression then Shaykh Ahmad said Rahimahullah he said as for the saying of the author حملahu Jibreel ala al-Buraq hatta adarahu fi samawat that Jibreel took him upon al-Buraq until he took him through the heavens took him around literally the heavens Shaykh Ahmad said هذا فيه نظر this is a matter requiring inspection, meaning something doubtful. In the fact that uh, he was taken up through the heavens. He said, since he was not, he did not carry him upon al Buraq except when he took him to Jerusalem. And what's correct is that from al Buraq he travelled upon al Buraq from Mecca to Jerusalem only. Then al Buraq was left in Jerusalem. And he was taken by Jibreel up through the heavens. As the Sheikh said, as for his ascending from Jerusalem to the heavens, then what is apparent is that it was upon the Mi'raj, the heavenly stairway, and not upon Al-Buraq. As was said by the author, may Allah have mercy upon him. And success is granted by Allah.